Good morning and welcome to The Corridors on Lagos Talks 91.3. It's your Saturday political show on your favorite station that brings you all the conversation that you love to have. And with me, as usual, is my friend and my brother, Ulua Kayode. You've been here since 6 a.m. How are you doing? Well, um, should I say pumped up, still wait, waiting for the last lap. You know, it's like a relay. The last lap yeah. is the most important. So that's how I yes. feel right now. We need to win this race. Yes. And today we're, we're having a very, very important uh, discussion because uh, at some point, you know, in our political life, some issues just need uh, to to be talked about, to be discussed. Maybe as a people, we can always find a meeting point and then uh, take the positives and use it for our uh, de- the development as a nation. And this has been very, very much, uh, very prominent on the list of all things being discussed in this political season. Uh, before now, it wasn't really much but of an issue, but was always there in the background. But this time around, in fact, has become probably the greatest topic of discussion, and that is religion and politics. It's come out in different ways this time around. It's come out in the Muslim-Muslim ticket. It's come out as a fallout of the insurgency and all other security issues with claims that it's targeting a particular religion. And all of this plays a prominent role, or rather, is playing a prominent role in where people are placing their allegiances as we look forward to the presidential elections in 2023, uh, just a couple of months away. So, today, I said, since it's a People's Parliament edition of the show, where there is no guest in the studio with us, it's just us and the people, because of whom we actually do this every Saturday at 11 a.m. We open the phone lines much earlier, after we lay a brief of what we're going to discuss so that people can air their views and tell us what they think uh, about the topic we're we're discussing. So politics and religion, I think uh, it's it's become very clear that some perspective has to be put to, one, the role of political leaders, sorry, religious leaders in politics what exactly are they supposed to be doing? Um, participation of clerics in politics. Over time, we've seen very prominent uh, religious leaders uh, seemingly taking sides with people on certain political divides. Uh, during the time of uh, President Goodluck Jonathan, there was, there was this particular cleric who was known to be very close and in fact spent a lot of time in the presidential villa and we all know what happened let's not go back to all of that and they're also religious leaders who have been known to deliberately stay clear of politics some school of thought says this is not even a good thing they say it's negative because the bible the quran even the traditional uh, institutions uh, have a role to play in nation building, in democracy, in the political life 
of any country because politics itself exists in every institution, including the religious ones. So that being said, we also need to identify those religious leaders who over time have also been in the forefront of making uh, setting calls, clarion calls to leaders of our nation to do what is right. Many of us believe this is the way to go. There's also that group of those who are neither here nor there, just in between, sometimes making comments and sometimes uh, choosing to stay quiet. So the, the whole mix of it seems to be um, quite a lot. You can't actually say for a fact that political leaders are meant to do this. There are several interpretations as to what their roles should be in politics in any country. But one thing is for sure, um, they are supposed to contribute in their own little spaces to nation building. How do they go about this? This is another point of discussion. In recent times, we have now seen religious leaders being actively involved in politics. Um, uh, Pastor Tunde Bakari uh, of the Lateran Assembly has contested not once um, for uh, elections. Yeah. Yes, and has, and has uh, been a registered member or political party mm. yes so we've also seen in past history this i find very remarkable and whenever i mention it, it appears that a lot of people don't even know that um a, a catholic priest was once a governor mm. in nigeria reverend father moses adasu was elected on the platform of the sdp and became governor of Benue State in 1992. He left office after the military coup in, in, in November 1993, mm -hmm. in, in, through which uh, Sani Abacha came to came power. To power yeah. Yes. And then, most recently, another Catholic priest threw his heart in the ring, but uh, it, was, it was told to stay clear by the Catholic Church. Mm. Now, that again is another point for, for discussion. Because if you ask me, if at some point a nation needs revival and a cleric feels that he is politically equipped, intellectually, psychologically, uh, mm -hmm. to throw his heart into the ring, I understand that churches have rules, mosques have rules, and, and all of that. So laying side by side the case of this Catholic priest who wanted to contest an election and was quickly told or was disowned by the Catholic Church in Nigeria. And again, the Islamic cleric in Abuja who spoke to power and then was removed from office. Yes. The chief imam of Zeyapu um, quarters, if I'm not wrong now. If you place this side by side, you now see that the church and the mosque, as well as our traditional um, uh, worshipping brothers, yes. needs to be careful in the interpretation of their rules when it comes to politics and politicking. If at any point it appears that there's a suspicion that the 
the religious entity uh, kowtows to power mm -hmm. as against their primary role of the salvation of their followers yes which can also be done by speaking for them when it is necessary then uh, they cause to question what ultimately the their uh, their rule the, 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 what they have in mind and exactly where their allegiances lie so in the middle of all of this we try to find a position we we can't all agree definitely but i feel that in this regard there's a lot we can talk about and then see where we can draw the positives from politics religion side by side how do we place these two together? Is there a thin line between them? Mm. Yeah. How big is the divide? How much of participation should the church and the mosque and the traditionalists have in the political space? Those are the big begging questions uh, which we want to talk about today. All right. I mean, like you said, for me, when it comes to religion and politics... I believe that the politicians have only succeeded to cause a strain between both, uh, um, should I say, sides. Because historically, religion has always been a part of politics. Even if you go back to the Bible days, the emergence of Saul uh, and every other thing, the judges, the judges were initially you know like priests and uh, prophets that were leading the people Saul. they come down to uh, the days of after jesus christ and all the things the apostles did speaking through the power talking about heaven and you know and all those and even if you look at the roman uh the the um, what's it called they're, they're not uh, the, roman the, the pharisees no not even i'm talking about the bible days now even the okay. the pharisees the sadducees and all that one of the biggest problems they had was because a new kind of religion, quote-unquote, Christ was being brought in. They were the ones leading the people. And if you go to uh, Islam as well, our brothers, they often associate the two together in so many ways. I don't know much. I can't go into detail so that I wouldn't blaspheme. But the role of the, the Islamic prophet and every other person, everything goes almost peripheral. Now, if you come, bring it to the modern times, the church of... Um, well, I'm trying to remember the full name, but the Anglican Church at CMS. You know that beautiful building. Yes, if you yes. go down history, they've they have a, they've played a key role from uh, uh what's it called independence to post independence and everything that happened up until a, a, a while because a lot of the leaders were in that church and they will hear from them and they influenced a lot of things decisions that were made historically. I was doing a research. I was meant to interview the head of the church, uh, but we're still working on that. Now, having said all this, right now, when we talk religion and Christianity, I believe that the two leading religions should bow down their head in shame. Because mm. when you look at the days that I've spoken about and the re role religion played in politics, in leadership, maybe because we call it politics, people feel, oh, you shouldn't, you know, associate the two. But let's call it leadership or governance. This two, uh, religion has always influenced governance positively. They've always been that call, that voice you hear that brings you back from the wilderness that you're heading into. But in modern times, all are corrupt officials. 
all are corrupt, jailed, tried, suspected, whatever uh, adjective you want to use to describe the corruption, ascribed, alluded, whatever we want to say. All these corrupt governors, National Assembly members or politicians in general, they are mostly uh, either Muslim or Christian. So when it comes to religion, it means that religion itself is failing in imbibing morality in its followers, which wasn't the case. Because an average person that plays a key role in the church back then, going into government, will be concerned about the way it will be perceived and treated in church. So in one breath, we're saying that we don't want this ticket, we want that ticket. In another breath, we, 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 we openly associate with politicians when they come to our church or our mosque or our religious gatherings and we celebrate them. And we don't even call them to order as much as we should. The question we should be asking ourselves this morning is, is it really about religion or about what we feel? Because religion is no longer mm. about heaven. It's all about how it makes us feel as a people. So I'm a Christian and I have a Christian brother there. Whether it's leading people to heaven or hell, it doesn't matter. I'm a Muslim and I have a Muslim brother there. Whether it's leading us to, you know, uh, doom, it doesn't matter. Or, 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 you know, positivity. So when it comes to religion, I always ask that question. That Okay, all this talk about religion. Be a Christian, Christian, Muslim, 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 Christian, Christian, Muslim. Those who will steal, will steal. But I understand yes. the desires of the people. Because we're feeling, especially in modern times, where we're having all this uprising, these attacks and the likes. And, uh, you know, and it's often, um, you know, partitioned along religious lines or tribal lines. And let's call it, let's call it spade a spade. I mean, since for the past seven years or five years there about, we've been talking about Fulani herdsmen. Are they Fulani herdsmen? Are they coming in the name of one particular tribe or in their own name? Now, these religious people, too, that are abusing whatever it is they do, are they coming in the name of religion A or religion B? Or are they just abusing it? Now, if you, okay, we can just say it because it's, it's uh, open knowledge to everybody, it's common knowledge, that we often ascribe terrorism to Islam. But what we forget is that the amount of Muslims that are killed in the north, you can't compare it to the number of Christians that are killed. Let's take Zamfara, for example. That was it two weeks ago, the governor had to set up an IDP camp for Zamfara indigents. We're not talking Plateau where we have a lot of Christians or even Adamawa or stuff. We're talking Zamfara. There is a camp, an IDP camp for Zamfara indigents in their states. A lot of them are Muslims. Terrorism does not know religion. Bad governance, good governance does not know religion. We could say it identifies a lot more with tribe, but it doesn't identify with religion. It identifies with sects. It identifies with uh, personal theories. And these are the things we are not talking about. We are rather focusing a lot more on once you're a Christian or you're a Muslim, both of you shouldn't work together. But again, when we are growing as a nation, when you get to the hospital, you don't bother who's a Christian or who's a Muslim. Exactly, exactly. When a traffic warden stops you or a policeman stops you on the road, you don't say, wait, are you a Christian? No, 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 you're Muslim, you can't stop me. Or no, no, you're a Christian, you can't do this. We obey. So, should leadership be about religion? Should that be a major thing to do? And okay, let's even assume it's about religion. Fine, it's about religion. Okay, 
So what amount of competence or religious, um, uh, should I say, um, relevance should we ascribe to this? What I mean is, do we just say, okay, you're a Christian, you go to church, that's fine. You're a Christian, mm-hmm. or do we go further by saying you're a Christian? How do you, and you, how do you even ascertain the level of Christianity? Exactly, that's it. Yeah. Or, you, you know, or you're a Muslim, okay, do you even pray? Do you even obey what the prophet says? Do you? So all these questions we are not asking. We're just comfortable. Once he's a Christian, he's my brother, even if he's the one stealing, killing, and, and you know, doing we'll, we'll all kinds of things. Yeah. We, 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 I don't know, but I kind of, uh, I get very uh, curious mm. when there, there's this conversation about the role of the political class in dividing us at, at, by via ethnicity or religion mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because i remember that some some time ago particularly when i was growing up yeah i, I couldn't recall i sorry i can't recall at any point in time when religion really played such a big role mm. in taking decisions such as political decisions yeah it wasn't so much of a big deal then some people didn't like each other and that's mm-hmm. natural with human yeah, beings exactly. even as outside religion that's natural but it wasn't so much up in our faces mm-hmm. for one i attended a catholic primary school owned by the catholic church and run by the catholic church mm-hmm. there was no uh, government interference then but there were many muslims in those in, in the school yes we had muslim teachers mm-hmm. We had children of Islamic clerics, mm-hmm. and guess what? When we had Christmas carols, we all did it together. <laughs> of course, that, there was, was tolerance. Up, the, my bishop is, um, uh, it, it, I think, it was, it, it was a former uh, Archbishop of Abuja Diocese, Femi on He was the bishop of my diocese when I was growing up, and I remember that. His security man then, the gate man, was a Muslim. Hmm. And the bishop took it upon himself every layer to buy a ram for the guy. You can imagine that. And then, <laughs> driving through the gate, if the bishop uh, had to honk on his car for the gate man to open the door, if the man took longer to open the gate, already the bishop knew the man was saying his prayers. Exactly. And there was no problem with that. There was also a family in my church. The husband was a Muslim. The the wife was a member of my church. Mm. And all the children were members of the church. The man had no problem. As an allergy, he would drop his family in church. And when we had harvest Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. he would come and donate money again. Uh-huh. So I wonder where all of this went and at what point. So much that when we are now taking decisions... It has now gotten to the level that we now say, this one is a Christian, this one is a Muslim. We do not even place premium on the most important things, credibility, integrity, competence. Ours is just that you must come from this place hmm. and you must be of a certain faith. Yeah. While we're at it, people are looking at Christians and Muslims. But we have been very unfair to our brothers who practice a traditional religion. Because there are many of them there. But because they probably don't have a loud voice 
like the two uh, main faiths, they are not even in contention. So if we want to talk about religion, why don't we make it a, a, a broad platform that will speak to the aspirations of everybody involved? Because now it has gotten to the le level that we now talk about it as if it is even enshrined in the constitution. Mm. It's gotten that, that ridiculous. People are having arguments like it is law that somebody has broken a law if he doesn't do this, somebody exactly. has broken a law if he doesn't do that. And, and like you said, it is so sad and so heartbreaking to see how we're handling ourselves and how we understand and the things that we're focusing on. Because for me, for example, I would expect that the issue now should be, listen, I believe we're all, we're all on the same page here, Emmanuel, with, with, with what I'm going to say, that nobody is saying if your sensibilities are affected, you shouldn't react. You have a right to react as a human being. So if you feel you're not okay with a Muslim Muslim ticket, you have a right, you're a human being. Nobody can force anything on you. That's understandable. However, on the larger picture, while you might not like the person, we need to learn from what happens in some other societies where we don't need to be friends. I don't need to like you. But if you're doing what is right, I will reluctantly support you if you are capable. If you're capable, if I know you can give me what I want, I will reluctantly. But I'll let you know that I do not agree with you. However, if you're capable and I decide to look away, then I would look away without making a fuss of anything. You understand? And I think yeah. we, sh we should learn a leaf uh, from um, the interview Lawyer Fallon or Granted Arise TV. There's a clip that I think we should play where he talks about the religiosity and how, and when he was asked a question about how religion is divide dividing us. Can we take that now, uh, Emmanuel? Yes. Yes, please. All right. So, listeners, here the it is. No, the ruling class, the members of the ruling class, exploit ethnicity and religion to divide our people. They are well united. The members of the ruling class are well united. When it comes to getting duty waivers from the government, for goods imported by them, when it comes to sharing oil blocks, they are united. When it comes to exploiting the people, they, are, they, are, they don't fight in their, in their boardrooms. But when it comes to, oh, let's go and renew our mandate, then they keep the people divided. And that is why now the issue of religion and ethnicity have become diversions. So how do you think the media should handle that? What the media should be doing now. Because if a political party says, I'm going, I'm going for a Muslim Muslim ticket. If you are dissatisfied, you don't vote for that party. Mm. But for goodness sake, as the party, what do you want to do for the country? How do you manage the diversity of the country? But you know, a lot of politics is about optics, it's about feelings, it's about mood. That's what you see to change the mood. There's got to be a feel to change good. Change the mood and the feeling. And when you have that type of Muslim Muslim ticket in a religiously divided country. It rubs some people up the see, wrong way. See, again, I'm not... In fact, I'm very reluctant to discuss mm. these ephemeral issues. Because, as I said, they are diversionary. 
in this country. And that is that is lost mm. in the message of the APC in justifying Muslim Muslim. Oh, we had it in 1993. For goodness sake, in 1993, the Abiola Kingibe chicken was anchored on a program called Farewell to Poverty. All right, so Emmanuel, you, you see what we're talking about there, how mm-hmm. people in certain places of government understand what it means. I mean, I, I don't know. I think I saw you nod your head there when he said we should be asking questions, which is what I, it relates to what I said earlier on that. You don't need to like the person. You might even detest whoever, but will that person solve your problem? And I dare say, let me put a caveat here to say that we are not campaigning for anybody to vote for an APC or PDP candidates. What we are saying is, let us not heat no, up no, no. the policy. Not. Exactly. Let's not heat up the policy unnecessarily. Because if we continue this way, very soon, that your friend in the neighborhood, who is a Muslim or who is a Christian, who you've had a cordial relationship with, very soon you see the person and you feel grieved. You feel infuriated. You want to react. Exactly. And that is exactly. what we are trying to stop with that's, this that's message. The danger, that's the danger of sentimentalizing every issue we, we, we deal with politically mm-hmm. when there's too much unbridled passion when we approach these issues. I was having a discussion with somebody recently and it was getting quite agitated and I saw the other side of him for the first time because we had gravitated towards the issue of uh, what religion does in mm. politics. And the person was feeling that I was on the, on the side of a particular political party. Mm-hmm. And what I don't usually do, on that day, I told him to calm down. And I said, it will shock you that somebody I will probably have loved to see on a presidential campaign ticket of any party is actually a Muslim. Mm. For what it may sound like, I love what the governor of Borno State is doing. Yes. But he is a Muslim. <laughs> yes. For him, being a Muslim does not make any difference to me. I see somebody who is focused, mm-hmm. who would probably excel if he has the right kind of people around him. He has a good team and with a clear project. Remember what Falano said in that interview, the last part of what we played. Yeah. He said Abiola and Kingibe's ticket rode on the mantra of farewell to poverty yes and people saw a combination that looked like it would do it mm-hmm. that is competence it though it might be perceived but it is what people are seeing, seeing at yes. that point their faith whatever they believed in did not play a role it was not a factor so how did we get here should we listen to what the people have to say? I think we should, and I think the best place to start is to go online, uh, WhatsApp rather, and uh, get the message. Uh, listeners, keep your comments or co- your contributions coming on Lagos Talks at Lagos Talks 913 on Twitter and uh, also via WhatsApp on 0809-234-5913. Let's uh, read this message, which says, Good morning, sir, ma, and... Um, Okay, that is uh, addressing another issue. All right, this is quite a long one. And I'm sure this will make uh, a man a bit jealous. He says, Remy from Akoka, up school, uh, up oh, boys. No. That's fellow Fimberians. You know when Fimberians meet, we stand out. Anyway, 
In an ideal situation, a single freight ticket shouldn't be a problem as long as the two candidates on the tickets are competent with track records. Having said that, Nigeria is far from ideal, which is a known fact, and the current Nigeria at the moment is very different from that of 1993. We're more divided now by religion and ethnicity under the APC Buhari-led government than we've been, we've ever been. Why didn't all political parties ignore religion and just pick candidates based on competence? If religion or if region was considered, so should religion be considered. We can't ignore our peculiarities under the guise of competence. Um, is all that matters, okay? There are competent people in every religion and uh, ethnic group, which is very accurate. Good day to you. Uh, in fact, Mr. Luaka, may God Almighty bless you more for that statement alone. Amen. And you too. Let me tell you, prior to the APC election, I'm a Muslim who knows his onions, but my preferred candidate was Oshibajo. Why? During his days as an acting president, he performed credibly. Well, even when he was not uh, picked up until now, I'm not happy. So for me, I'm after competence, capability and ability to deliver that Rashid from Ajegunle. And the last message you take for now before we start uh, picking calls is uh, from Udom. It says, the problems with religion came to bear as a result of terrorism, identifying themselves with a particular religious belief. Mm, hmm. No, no. That's very true. So let's open up the phone lines. Remember the numbers to call are 0809 234 and 0115 For women, do call in on 0809-191-3913. Hello, caller. Good morning. Good morning to you, sir. Okay, my good morning, sir. Yeah, this is Damba, bro. Hey, Dambi. My brother, good morning. How are you doing? I do fine, no. All right, let's hear you. Uh, me, I don't even have issue with this Muslim, Muslim, Christian, Christian ticket. Mm. And I want to ask you, no, guy, my one question. Okay, please go ahead. I don't think the APC or PDP, any political party, pick uh, the governor of Brunei State, as a guy, my rightly says, mm-hmm. and make Fashola advice. You think people will complain like this? I doubt. <laughs> no, so no, no, no people, uh, well, Dan Baba, you asked the question. Let me quickly answer you. I, I know where you are coming from and I understand you perfectly. Those who will complain will still complain. That's the bottom line. No, Those who will tell I, you... I understand, sir. But are they complain yeah. will be this loud. You Understandably. Understand? I think people will complain, but few people will complain about these two people that I just mentioned. To be honest with mm. you. Mm. See, let me tell you something. I want to appeal to every Nigerian, including myself and you, both of you. Okay, sir. We must make this country work. Definitely. And I will tell you why. About four days ago, I was chatting with a white lady from London, a video chat. And I was listening to music. Be the way, find way. I don't do break up. I don't know the lyrics. Mm-hmm. But I noticed that it's Nigerian song. And I asked her, do you like Nigerian music? And he said, oh, she was listening to Davido. And mentioned Burner Boy, Whiskey, Peace Square, a lot of them. 
pure white uh, 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 woman no. Mm. And I started asking mm. her. She said she loved Nigeria. And I asked her, have you been to Nigeria before? She said no. That all she know about Nigeria is good music. Mm. This is a white people that they told us that some of them think that there is no human being in Africa. <laughs> and they have identified Nigeria through music. Mm. Why can't we export all these things instead of killing ourselves, religions and tribes? Mm. These people that have praised Nigerians music don't even know where they be doing from. They don't know even that piece where it's people. All this one is Hausa. Mm. All they know is Nigeria. And we are here killing ourselves over religion, tribe, and other nonsense things that mean nothing to me. If we make this country work like Ogai Masi, my secondary school mate, I remember very well, Abdullah Ladi. Our, our mother is from my place, is, is, is Christian. The father is from Kogi State, is Muslim. Went to our Lady King mm. of Apostle College, which wow. is owned by Catholic as well. <sighs> Nobody complained. Thank you so I much, in Kaduna State. Mm. We're all together. Nothing happened. Yeah. Why all this now? I understand. We are scattering this country, killing mm. this country over nothing. And I blame our leader for all of this. Definitely. Uh, Dan Baba, thank you so much for that. We really appreciate your call this morning. Hello, caller. Good morning. Yeah. Hi. Hello, good morning. Good morning to you, sir. Oh, excellent. Um, thank you for picking my call. <laughs> Okay, wait a minute. I, wait a minute. I now realize why I'm saying thank you. You're calling on a women-only number. Ocho. Yes, so 0809-191-3913. But I've picked it already oh, and you've thanked me, it. so go ahead. But that number is oh, reserved okay. for I women. I apologize. I, I didn't know this is a saved uh, line. Line, okay. Now, right. um, hello, Mr. Emmanuel. It's been a while. Now, you know, there's something you, there's something you say. Yeah. And, and I feel that we all need to... We don't need to be kind to this country. Mm. You know, it's easy to, to shred everything Nigeria this, Nigeria that. At some point, we need to be introspective. There was something you touched on this morning, which is the reason why I called in particular. Okay. You know, when it gets to, when you get to the realm of religion, people suspend rational thinking. Mm. And you'll be shocked that things that people have built for years, they shred it to bits. In all directions. Hmm. And then at some point, we need to sit down and listen to what the, um, uh, Mr. Falano was saying. Okay. We're not asking the right questions anymore. Hmm. And it's unfortunate. And totally, I blame as much as, yes, we have, we have a blame, but I also blame the politicians, the political actors. Definitely. They are not being fair. Hmm. They are not being fair. It is unfair. All of them. All of them. All, all of them. It is not right. It is not fair. And what they are toying with, I hope they have enough fire extinguishers to, to douse whatever it is they will trigger. Hmm. Because I don't understand how in 2022 they can reduce this conversation. They can reduce this country to talking about religion. It is not fair. Yeah. Hmm. It I... is not fair. And because I sit down, and if you, if you look at the pattern, I hope that after all of this has blown over, I pray it blows over. There's some research in institutions, universities, when they do call off their strike. Yeah. And people look at how it is the slow descent, month onto month, weeks onto weeks, and then all of a sudden, they trigger this unnecessarily. <laughs> Just for what? At the, end of the, at the end of the day. In conclusion, all right. I think that as people, we need to start to raise the generation next when we escalate issues that open up 
the dividing lines in this country. I understand that hunger has no creed, hunger has no religion, hunger has no tribe. That's true. We need to Lord focus on no that. Lord has no creed, mm. has no religion, has no tribe. When you bleed, you bleed red. That's it. Thank you so much for that call. We appreciate that today. Hello, caller. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. Okay, man. Yes, sir. Good Ima. morning. Okay, ma. My name is Chief Ugochuku. Hmm. Okay, Chief. Welcome onto the show. Yeah. Okay, ma. I'm worried about the way we are doing things in this country. The way we are making noise in this country about nothing. Look, okay, ma. This democracy we are enjoying today, or we are suffering today, started 1999. Obasanjo Christian, a Nigerian president, when Obasanjo finished, Yaradua, a Muslim, when Yaradua, God called his home. Jonathan Christian, over to Buhari, Muslim. Nigerians can come and civil, whatever, civil rights or whatever. We are there. We are the leading two parties in Nigeria. Bring two Muslim people. One of them, a friendly man, a Muslim too. Buhari that are coming out, a Muslim. Tunumbu Muslim, article Muslim. We are the civil rights of these people that are making noise now. It doesn't matter. Then the one that caused spare tire before now, that is when Nigerians will wake up and make noise. People that are making noise, they have agenda. Including the, 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 the journalists, the chief editors that are bringing it every morning. They have the agenda. And it's only God who will join them. All right, you say you're working for Nigeria. Mm. Chief Udo, can I ask you a question? I don't know if you might understood you. Um, were you saying uh, it is ask good me to that ask? Question, please. Okay, were you saying it is good to talk about religion, or we shouldn't talk about it? We just want to get your stance clear. If you want to talk about religion, yes, it's from the president, somebody that will read Nigeria as a president. He talk from here to down. He can't just start it from the middle. Mm. I, I don't know if you are getting me. Okay. So, Atiku, Atiku, uh, uh, Tunumbu, I'm not qualified to. Oh, sorry no. about that. I, w- I was actually struggling to understand what Chief Ugochuku was trying exactly. to say. Exactly. I couldn't really put my finger on it, but when he was saying that uh, was outlining uh, the faith of uh, past leaders of Asanjo Christian, mm. Muslim, blah, 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 and saying why do the, the two parties, the two frontline parties field uh, two candidates who are Muslims. So th- th- at that point, I got confused. Exactly. But then again, I just wanted to ask him, in those parties, when they were taking decisions about candidates, were there Christians there or not? Hmm. I was just going to ask that. And that's why you see that it's quite tricky when you base all the arguments on religious or ethnic sentiments. That's, I just said let me chip that, that in. That that's important. So let's take the next call. Hello, caller. Good morning. Good morning. All right, sir. Your name and where are you calling from? Mama, good morning. Very good this morning to you. Yeah, ha ha Let me yes, just talk sir. about those six bishop, please. My problem is that can we're not meant to complain 
once they say they don't know them, can have every power and every means of getting to know who are these people and let Nigeria know where they are from. You don't need to raise alarm or to shout. They have their ways, they have the power and the means and money to investigate, to pick them one by one and say, look at the people you called our bishop or they're from so many places and she goes to Nigeria. They're apart. Emmanuel, what causes this Muslim Muslim ticket and government of Nigeria is from the present government. If the present government was not given appointment, lopsided appointment, I bet you this cannot raise an alarm in Nigeria. That was why everybody thought, ah, why, why must it be like this? Or how could it be like this? Yes, we don't know where they are, um, what they're going to do yet, but they are out. To me, there is no point of raising an alarm about it. Let it has happened, it has happened. Let's see the way forward. Then what Mr. Ogo Chuku was trying to explain to Emmanuel was this was that if the, if the political parties of them were not doing from Muslim to Christian, Christian to Muslim, by now there would have been no alarm of saying Muslim, Muslim ticket. That's the point we were trying to raise you to understand that. We should not have raised an alarm about Muslim, Muslim ticket now. If you see, when they got to that presidency, they won the election, we will not know okay. if the agenda uh-huh. was the Muslim, Muslim ticket. But Emmanuel, they call you the number give us our own agunja. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Emmanuel, I don't know about that. So I'm supposed to get a gunje. Where is mine too? Because I'm me, sure... I do, me, I do understand <laughs> the meaning of that word too. <laughs> Interesting. Let's pick another call here and, uh, you know. Hello, caller. Good morning. Hello, good morning. Yes, sir. Yes. Good morning to Very you. Very good morning to you. Uh, my name is Solan. Solan. All right, sir. From, uh, Agigiria. All right, shall I do us a favor? Reduce the volume of your radio sets. Kill it completely okay. so you can hear us. Okay, is that okay now? Better now, thank you. Okay, now you know, you know, the issue is this: Nigeria has never been this divided. This present government divides us across all boards. If not because of this issue of lopsided appointment, from one ethnic group, people don't have reasons to complain. This present government has divided us to the extent that we are now attacking one another. Hmm. The of Abiola ticket was based on ideology. Now, apart from Obida, the vocal in some, uh, in some media, yeah. which of the two other political uh, party candidates have given us the agenda? Mm. how they need to move the economy forward. All we have been hearing is, we need power, we need power. What economic plan do they have? What social security plan do they have? None. None. So that's the problem that we have. It is the political class that divided us. Not any other, not we ourselves. But we allowed, our, we allowed ourselves to be used. So hey. that's, that, that's my take this morning. Alright, thank, thank you so you much for much. that. And uh, it's important to hear you know, divergent views. Hello, caller. Good morning. Oops, sorry about that. And uh, hello, caller. Good morning. Hello, good morning. Yes, sir. Good morning to you. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Good morning. Good morning. Is that Lagos Talk? Yes, please. You're on to Lagos Talks 91.3 FM. Okay. My name is Sammy. Calling from Mbiyama in University. Oh, okay. Thank you for listening to us from Far Away University. So, can I make my contribution? Please go ahead. Let's hear you. Yes, please go okay. ahead. Okay. My first contribution is that 
that particular far oracle <laughs> that made PDP to go to the presidential candidate from the north, which is supposed to be to the south. It's the same political oracle that made APC to have a Muslim Muslim ticket. <laughs> the major, the major victim, my own victim is, is that view is that we should question them. If somebody says it's going to, it's going to put Pura uh, and Nunu and Patrick in Sokoto, we should be able to ask him, how are you going to do it? Where are you going to get money to do it? Mm. That is the major thing which I feel we should face, not issue of Muslim or Christian. Mm. When Ambassador was there as a Christian, what benefit has he made for Christians? When Ebuhari is there as a Muslim, what benefit has he made to the, uh, to the Muslim community as a, as a, as a Muslim? <laughs> so that's just my own view. Thank you. All right, thank you very much for that comment. And uh, Imano, before we pick another call, I I'm going to say some things here that might make me a bit unpopular. And um, you know, so already <laughs> <laughs> I'm already unpopular, right? <laughs> you know, because I, I'm looking at this. That listen, a caller said Khan has the capacity to uh, trace and identify pastors whether they are fake or not. One thing we uh, we a lot of us that are talking about this. Uh, supposedly fake pastors appearance. What we're getting wrong is the fact that Can Christian Association of Nigeria is not a statutory uh, supervisory body that pastors are compelled to to align with. There are so many pastors today who are not members of Can. And if you go on the streets, you see posters that are like A4 size, and a young man who might not be even be up to the age of thirty calling himself a bishop. So we have so many of them in the society. And we know that we're in an era where you have some Christian, self-called, self-paced Christian leaders who will come up and come to your place even when you haven't invited them. Now, I'm not saying whether they were invited or not. That's a different issue. But I'm just saying that this issue of getting kind to trace definitely, definitely might not work. Then uh, uh, someone else also said that apart from uh, uh, Obi that is speaking about what the policies I beg to differ, and I, I was I was like, yes, finally I guess somebody that is speaking my voice. If you listen to the uh, Mr. Fallon's interview on Arise TV, he said something similar. So he, might, he was like, the truth is, even Mr. Peter Obi has not really given us an outline of how he wants to do what he has said we should be doing. And I dare say that all the things is identified are things that previous leaders have identified. But today is not a, a day to talk about that. It's about uh, religion and uh, <laughs> religion and Christianity and, and politics. So let's go back to the phone lines. Okay, I've just missed three calls there. Sorry, no, call Before back. we take another call, can, okay. I, can I quickly call your attention? Yeah, you please want something I noticed. Have you noticed that? For everybody that has contributed on the show today, mm -hmm. nobody is really talking about the role of the religious leaders. We are focusing on uh, Muslim Muslim tickets. Mm -hmm. We are focusing on uh, fake bishops, mm -hmm. and this is the problem. Yeah. yeah, you approach issues, and people tend to look at it from one side. Oh, yeah, huh? And decidedly, uh, they want to treat the other side as if that is not important. Mm. Or you've been paid the results that we desire it's not possible mm, mm. the role of the leadership of the religious establishment 
are very key they are fundamentally important in nigeria's politics religious leaders have a responsibility to their followers in nation building yeah. they are agenda setters mm -hmm. that's why if you've seen in recent times the new way pastors mostly at least that i know of are pulling crowds in their churches to climb the pulpit and start voicing out against government yes yes so have you seen that trend yes have you noticed yes because yes. they are feeling the pinch they realize they are not influencing enough <laughs> and so it's become a weapon yeah. for some some see mm. it as a way of selling themselves okay i now get what you're saying have to be spoken about mm. whether we like it or not at some point somebody has to approach the truth and when you talk people say oh touch not my anointed do not do speak prophet, even no. of a prophet <laughs> i am saying that at the detriment of the nation's growth and development mm. and the future of our children that is it we that would close it. our eyes to the evil that is going on and then the nation will go on a steady decline that is it we will and continue this particular part of the discussion mm -hmm. at some other day on some other day but not now definitely Locker, yes. I you yeah and i just realized when you said we'll continue this part of the discussion i was wondering why are you wrapping up so early but i just realized we have like one minute to wrap up myself so there's no time for long discussion <laughs> but the bottom line like uh, chief uh Uguchuku said that he's been going christian muslim from 1999 but i dare say and that's why we it's we for critical analysis of events happening around us. Has it been going Christian Muslim or has it been going North-South? I think the idea is, is in, it, the focus has been more on the location, the geographical location of the bearer rather than the religion. And unfortunately, that shouldn't even be. If you want to get 10 successive presidents from the South and they'll do the job, let them do it. If it's from the North, let them do it. All I want is a Nigeria where I can live. And when there are attacks or economic uh, downturns like this, we have the buffer to, you know, go through it. But, Ima, let's bring it home. Can we quickly take uh, the last message we, from... Uh, yes, Bush? yes, yes, yes. Let, let's just take uh, a message from Senior uh, Kali. We say it's great collaboration, Uluakari and Emmanuel. Thank you so much, sir. Can we, ha can we say this Muslim-Muslim ticket of 2023 of Tinubu Shetima is a repeat of 1993 Abiola Kingibe? However, the situation on ground then and now is different. Where is also the place of women in this presidential election? Nobody's talking about that. Currently, 1,001 things are wrong in the country, but first solution is for us to have a brand new constitution that we must all agree with. Wonderful weekend. Wonderful weekend to you too, sir. Uh, that's Saiwo Usain from uh, Surulere. Great, Ima. Manuel. Yeah, as usual, it's it's ended still. We, we are never able to arrive at a conclusion. But these <laughs> things don't actually require conclusion. Exactly. We also, we just hope to um, put stimulate, some perspective, exchange mm -hmm. ideas, simulate discussions, mm -hmm. and all of that. But the, the the truth is that if we are to move forward, which I believe is what everybody desires, mm. unless you are one of those people who have come to destroy Nigeria, and I trust that you're not. Mm everyone who engages in any space wants good for nigeria or for themselves yeah. even if you don't love the country you want a life a better life for yourself mm -hmm. so that's a starting point then if we can identify that truth we should also be able to agree that like me or not 
like Oluwakayode or not, like Lagos Talks or not, one thing that we must share is the agreement to do certain things, certain things right. Because if we don't, we can never achieve the results we desire. When we start from there, conversations such as this will have a direction and everybody will be happier for it. Religion, politics, I just say, let everybody know that religion has never defined politics. Mm. Rather, the mix of the two with citizens doing what is right will create a result which will be approachable for everybody. And that's the best place to end it. Thanks for joining the show today Mm -hmm. as usual. All right. Your handles, uh, Emmanuel, as we wrap up. Follow me on Twitter and we can as well continue this conversation. I'm available at Emmanuel on radio. That's my Twitter handle. Emmanuel is spelled with the letter I, at Emmanuel on radio. Mm. You can send me a message, a DM, anything. I will be happy to have that conversation with you. Great. And mine is uh, I am I-P-O-S-U on Twitter and other major social media platforms. My name is Olua Kaede. Thank you for sticking with us from 6 a.m. It's been a wonderful drive. Cruising you from wherever you are in Surulere, in Morocco, in uh, Ikorodu, in Badagrin, Bejileki, wherever it is. It's been a wonderful ride. Thank you for being a part of this program. We remain committed to giving you the kind of information required. Follow me, read, watch some of the videos of uh, our interviews right here. Get informed and let's do our best to open up our minds so that we all can have a better, a better and greater nation. Signing out now.